I don't watch MTV, but from what I hear, there used to be a show on MTV called Cribs. Seen the show? You don't have to admit that you've seen the show Cribs, because then you would be admitting that you watch MTV, and that's not really acceptable among evangelicals. But if you've never seen the show Cribs, from what I hear, a superstar would welcome a TV crew into his or her home, and you could see how their house is laid out, how it's furnished, what their favorite things are. Often, the superstar himself would walk the camera crew and the audience through his home, pointing out favorite objects or awards. Usually, the scope and luxury of the home would be stunning, and there'd often be some kind of feature element that would really take the cake. It would like be working towards a climax of revealing this feature. And, wow, he has that. Getting that kind of guided tour behind closed doors gave you the illusion of having the domestic equivalent of a backstage pass to a superstar's private life. Or so I hear. Tonight we meditate on Colossians 2.3. Colossians 2.3. We're going to read just the first three verses there to get the immediate context, and we'll just meditate on it briefly. I'll read chapter 2, starting verse 1. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So we're going to consider briefly the simple point that wisdom's value is hidden in Jesus, and that when we commune with Christ, he welcomes us into a guided tour of all of his wisdom treasures. I hope that sounds inviting to you. Jesus, in his own person, is God's mystery. He is God's mystery. He is that which was hidden and now is revealed. Yet here, there's still a hiddenness to the wisdom that can be found in Jesus. So it's like there's a little mystery in the mystery. A mystery is something that was hidden for a long time in the Old Testament era and is now revealed in Christ. And yet Paul is saying all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ who has now been revealed as God's mystery.
So we know where the treasures are. They're all in Christ. But those treasures are hidden in Christ. Not open to plain view. They're waiting to be discovered. And we only uncover the treasures of wisdom and knowledge as we commune with the person of Jesus. We approach Jesus personally and we relate to him. We listen to him. We meditate on him together with him in order to find wisdom in him. But this is not the trite wisdom of what would Jesus do. It's not the wisdom that takes Jesus as mere moral example and no more. What would he do if he were me? The treasures of wisdom hidden in Jesus are not just merely things like, what should I do about this problem that I have at work? Or, how do I handle my teenage daughter? Or, which investment portfolio is right for me with my time horizon? The treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Christ are all God's purposes for summing up all things in Christ. It's like in Ephesians 1. In all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Those are the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden in Christ. God's purposes to unite all things in him. Or closer to our own context, in Colossians 1.26, Paul is a steward of revealing the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden in Christ, then, are all God's purposes for uniting all reality in the person and work of Jesus, and they're all the truths and graces that give us as Christians faith union with Christ in our hearts by his Spirit. It's all of that. The irony again, is that these treasures of wisdom and knowledge are already revealed in the person of Christ, yet they are still hidden in Christ. We're used to thinking about Jesus as revelation, but here he is the repository of something hidden, a hidden wisdom. The encouragement, though, is that Jesus invites us to fellowship with him to commune with him, to learn from him all this wisdom and knowledge as we meditate on him, together with him, as we study scripture, guided and taught by his spirit. 
Psalm 25:14 says the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. The secret of the Lord. <laughs> the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. It's as if God is a secret keeping and selectively secret telling God. He wants to share his secrets. But he only shares them with a certain kind of person. The kind of person who fears him. Which is the beginning of wisdom. And in a similar way, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Jesus, and he shows and shares those treasures, those secrets, those hidden treasures with those who approach him in faith. If you want to, if you want to draw near to God, you have to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him, Hebrews eleven six. But it's the same with Jesus. And the reward of faith seeking Jesus is that he shares with you these treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are hidden in himself. The hiddenness of these wisdom treasures is a special nexus of fellowship with Jesus. God has hidden all these treasures in Jesus because God wants us. You ever think about this? Why is this, why is this even the case? Why are these treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden? Why, why, why did Paul even use that word to begin with? I mean, it's clearly the word. The word translated hidden there means hidden. It's a hiding word. It's not just put or placed or deposited. It's hidden. Why that word? Why'd God do that? I mean, if he wants me to know the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, why didn't he just open it up? It's because God wants us to go to Jesus personally and to have personal fellowship with Jesus in order for Jesus to teach us those wisdom treasures personally. That's why. It's because he doesn't want your quiet time with him just to be academic. That's why. He wants it to be personal. He wants to relate to you. Jesus wants to relate himself and all of his wisdom treasures to you. His hidden wisdom treasures. He's letting you in. So there is a hiddenness. It's true. And that may be initially frustrating or off-putting. Maybe you have sensed the hiddenness of them. Sometimes when you read scripture, like, ah, that seems really hidden. It's still hidden. Even at the end of my quiet time, that wisdom is hidden from me. We feel that sometimes. 
but it is a kindness of God to hide these treasures in his only son so that we can only know and have those treasures in fellowship with him as he opens his storehouse to us personally through communion with him in prayerful meditation on scripture. Because he, he himself, is the key of knowledge. What this means is that wisdom and knowledge of God are never merely theoretical or notional. They shouldn't be. Because we only find all treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden in Christ, that means that this wisdom is inescapably relational and personal because you cannot get access to it except by being in Christ and by being with Christ. I think we all sense this when we went through First and Second Samuel a few months back and we would read these narratives in our quiet times ahead of the sermon and we would think, man, what in the world? We'd read it over again, and we'd read it over and over and over again. We'd feel like the author is kind of looking at us like, do you get it? You get it? You get it? You don't, do you? Read it again. I'm trying to let you in on something. I'm trying to show you something. But that wasn't just the author looking at us sideways, like, hey, do you get it? That's Christ welcoming us into his storehouse and showing us around and asking us, do you see? Do you understand what you're seeing? Do you know what you're looking at? Do you know the value of that treasure that you're looking at in Scripture? Look at it again. Jesus is welcoming us into his heart to discover these riches. There's a closeness of fellowship with Jesus in these things. He wants to show us these hidden treasures like King Hezekiah showed the Babylonian envoys all the riches of the treasures in the temple. Jesus wants to take you on a guided tour of his own riches as the ultimate temple of God where God meets man. And that invitation in itself is a priceless privilege. You are getting invited to look at and learn the value of all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are in Jesus. You understand what a big deal that is? Christian, this is what is waiting for you every time you open your Bible. This is what is waiting for you every Sunday at church. This is why you should never lack motivation to read your Bible, to meditate on Scripture, to be with us together as we sing and read and pray and preach God's Word together. Jesus wants to take you up into his inner counsels of his wisdom. He wants to take you into the inner storehouse of all of his treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He wants to show you around. Look at this one. Look at this one. Guess how I purchased that? With my blood. Look at this one over here. Isn't this beautiful? Guess how I got that? With my blood. And so on, and so on, and so on, all around the storehouse. He wants to teach you 
to have fellowship with you, to love you, to invite your worship and esteem of him, to disciple you in his word and ways? I mean, how can you say no to that? How can you not be at least grateful for it? How can you not want to make time and energy for that? How can you say, I'm just too busy for that. I just, uh, I don't get it. I'm not that interested in it. It's not that important to me. What? And all wisdom's value is hidden in Jesus. All of it. It was waiting there for you to discover God's wisdom about himself is hidden in Jesus. To know Jesus is to know God. You want to know God? Get to know Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, Paul said in chapter 1 of Colossians. If you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. Jesus himself said that. God's wisdom for salvation is hidden in Jesus. We don't need to know anything but Christ for salvation. But if we know Christ, we know all things pertaining to salvation because all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in him. God's wisdom for life is hidden in Jesus. He obeyed wisdom himself in his earthly life. He embodied wisdom and yet he suffered for our foolishness as we meditated on this morning. God's wisdom for interpreting the Bible is hidden in Jesus. All God's promises are yes in him. He's the new creation, the new exodus, the new temple. He is both the ultimate prophet of God and the prophetic word of God. And he is even the faithful hearer of the word of God, the faithful obeyer of the word of God in his own person. He is both the priest of God and the sacrifice who shed his own blood for our souls. He is the king of God's kingdom, but only because he lived as the perfectly loyal subject to God's holy rule first. And God's wisdom for the church is hidden in Jesus. It's as we know Christ together that our hearts are knit together in love with one another. And we grow to the full assurance of understanding and knowledge together. Jesus is the head of the body, the church. We get all of our life and understanding and coherence from him. Without Christ, the church has no wisdom or life to give to the world. What's wonderful about this wisdom and knowledge is that you don't need a high IQ or an academic degree in order to get it. You don't have to have a unique experience of the Spirit. You don't have to have special powers or perception of, or spiritual sensitivity. You don't have to hear a voice or see a light or look a certain way or earn a certain amount or know the right people. You just have to know Jesus because all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in him. Let's pray together. Father, you have blessed us by putting all of your best things in one place, in one person, 
So we pray, would you move us afresh by your Spirit to seek Him? That we would want to know Him. That we would study your Word with Him. That He, by His Spirit, would teach us and that we would grow in knowing the value of all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that you have hidden in Christ. Lord, may we find ever-richening fellowship with Jesus as we discover the riches of your wisdom in him. For his glory in us we pray. Amen.